The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter came up and said to Jesus, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. So this fellow servant fell down and besought him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you besought me, and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger his Lord delivered him to the jailers till he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. In this time of Lent, we are, we've entered into a season where we fast and pray, where we abstain, where we give alms, where we do all of these things as we come to more deeply acknowledge our sinfulness before God, our need of His intercession and intervention in our life in order for us to be forgiven and also to be sanctified, to move towards greater and greater holiness. And so we consider in this season our need of God's forgiveness and also is that that need is repetitive in our life, that we are often coming back to God repeatedly, daily, asking Him to forgive our faults, our failings, and our sins. And as many times as we go to the Lord is what we see in the Gospel today, as many times as we desire God to forgive us, that is the same measure that we should have upon our brothers and our sisters. What we see in the first reading today, the situation of God's people, is that they are in the midst of a pagan nation. And they have been brought there because of their own indifference to the worship of God in the temple and the neglect of the word. And the Lord has allowed the deportation of his people. They've been taken away. They are now suffering under a governance that is pagan, one that is restricting their worship, one that is restricting all of the things that they had initially failed in. And the Lord is permitting this for his people so that they might rightly desire the good things again, 
that they might rightly desire his worship again, that they might rightly desire to live according to his word again, that they might long for the days of peace that they had in Jerusalem. And so you have this prayer of petition which comes from Azariah where he is turning towards the Lord and he is offering it to God in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the suffering. It's a powerful image of our own state, the state of original sin, the state of sin that we find ourselves in. We are in the midst of fire, if you will, the midst of the consequences of sin. And we suffer those consequences. And so what happens is he makes this petition to God, a beautiful petition, asking God to remember the love that he has for his people, but also acknowledging that there is no burnt offering, no sacrifice, no oblation, no incense that can merit for them the forgiveness of God. They cannot demand God's forgiveness. They can only make an appeal to his mercy. And so they are appealing to the mercy of God. And we know what happens is that when they come before him with this contrite and humble spirit, he delivers them so miraculously and so powerfully. Because a humble and contrite heart is never spurned by the Lord. And so when Peter comes to Jesus in the gospel today and he says, how often shall I forgive my brother if he sins against me? What the Lord is going to do is get him to consider again the relationship that he has with God and how many times does he desire to be forgiven? And so the Lord's answer where he says, I say to you not seven times, but 70 times seven, is that there is not a limit. It's not looking for a number that you should. Like it's not something that we should try and fix a certain number of times that I will forgive. It should just become habitual. It should just become a disposition in us, a disposition to forgive, because that is what we desire of God for us. And what we desire from God is what we should also then enact with other people who come to us. When someone comes to us with a contrite heart, we should treat them as we desire to be treated by God, which is to be forgiven. And then the Lord gives this very beautiful and powerful parable where he speaks about this wicked servant who experiences this forgiveness of a debt that he could not pay. The amount, this 10,000 talents, could not even be paid in many lifetimes. It is impossible for him to pay this debt. And that is true for us with sin. The one that we offend by sin is infinite, God himself. And we cannot repair for something that is infinite because we are not. And so the Lord in his mercy, who sends his son to suffer and die, the suffering and the passion that we are preparing for in this season, that is the price. That is the answer of God to our sin and to seeking our deliverance from his love. He loved us while we are yet sinners. And he loved us in showing us by how he sends his son to pay the debt that we cannot. And so he forgives the debt when we petition the Lord, when we come to him in the sacraments, when we are baptized, when we seek reconciliation in the sacrament of confession, when we come to the mass and participate in this passion of Christ. And so we receive that deliverance, that freedom from the debts of sin. And so when we go from this experience of Christ, when we leave from the sacraments, when we leave from the Mass, and we encounter others, we should take with us what we have received. We should show them the mercy of God and the love of God. Not a mercy and love that is distant from us, but a mercy and love that we have experienced tangibly in our lives through the sacraments. 
And so what the Lord ends today's gospel with, so also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Lastly, what does it mean to forgive? Forgiveness is not an emotional experience, meaning that when we forgive someone, it does not mean that we accept or we say that what they have done is acceptable. It is often not. When we forgive someone, it is simply an act of the will. There will still be all of the lingering hurt and the pain of what that other person might have done. That does not mean that we have not forgiven. It means that we are simply still suffering the effects of what happened. But forgiveness is simply a choice from the heart. I choose to forgive despite that. I choose to forgive despite the pain. I choose to forgive most especially because I stand in need of forgiveness. Amen.